Okay, so today we're going to talk about attunement in the context of kink and in the context of our relationships and personal experiences around it. That's perfect. And uh, Elise, can you kick us off with kind of what the fuck is attunement? Yeah, I can. We This is a, a vocabulary word that we use in our relationship, but isn't I don't know that this is like um, a commonly used kink word. Um, I I mean, I think it, everyone does it and they just don't realize that that's what it's called. Yeah. Right. So um, attunement is the uh, experience of I think of it like kind of like a tuning fork where one person is paying attention to the the tone, the energy, the emotional state of um, another person and meeting them there in their interest, their attention, their excitement, their, their, excitement, their energy. Um, it's matching your energy to the other person's energy. Right. And so it doesn't just have to be about excitement. It could also be about like feeling low. But it, the the contrast of attunement would be like you're feeling super bumped and I jump into the room like Tigger and I'm like blah, 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 and I don't notice that you feel bummed and I ignore that you feel bummed and you feel disconnected. Yeah. Right. Um, versus like, oh, I see how you feel. And I'm going to um, mirror you in some way, meet you in that space, get quiet with you, match my body language maybe. Or in like a dom-sub dynamic, that might mean like like the appropriate contrast to it. Like in terms of like power or um, – like hostile, friendly, dominant, submissive. Yeah, like the I'm picking up what you're throwing down, and I'm gonna. I want to meet you there. Yeah. And like it becomes sort of this shared experience, where. Yes. Um, you just have a solid read, on each other, and like the your creativity sort of gets going, and you you sort of build. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I run into it a lot in music. When okay. you're you're playing with a group, especially with improvised music, like you're everybody's like really paying attention to what they're doing and trying to to make choices that sort of support the whole and like the experience that's happening um, and support like the choices the other person is is making and mm -hmm. like what what's the response. Mm. So you just it's it it's sort of looking conversational. For Looking for the complimentary response. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So I, it makes me wonder if like uh, musicians who are good at improvising are naturally good at attuning in other areas of their life. Well, the problem is musicians are generally kind of shit people. <laughs> so <laughs> there's some holes. But in the context of music. <laughs> the opinions of Ori are not <laughs> held by <laughs> the organization that supports them. If one, if only one person is attuning, it can start to feel really lopsided, and it can feel kind of like an energy sink. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That that's the main thing I think of. Like, if, if one person is attuning and there's no response, like it, it's just you're you're throwing energy out into a void. 
yeah yeah so this is this is a phrase or this is a this is a term that gets used a lot in um child development because this is part of the process um in which like children um like effective uh, quality caretaking takes place is um and brains are developed is through a serve and return process of attunement right so it's like the the baby um serves by making a noise or paying attention to a thing uh, expressing interest and then the adult uh provides an attuned response where they can like mirror excitement or curiosity about the baby's interest and then the child sees themselves mirrored in it and they can kind of start to build together yeah right the relationship and how does it affect the kiddo if um they're excited about something and that attunement is not there uh well for children who are naturally developmentally egocentric because that's the only context they have of the world is themselves um they take that shit personal and it it shapes their sense of self if they don't have an adult who can attune with them okay it uh it can sort of uh, create a, a weird relationship with yourself. Okay. Or you... Some of us never grow out of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so this is the curious thing. Um, this is like nerd alert, right? Is that we tend to be drawn to relationships that feel familiar to us mm. and relational patterns that feel familiar to us. And so if you had caregivers who were shitty at attuning with you, you might be more prone to find relationships with people who are shitty at attuning with you yeah yeah no you hear that a lot in like sort of like pop culture's like takes almost about about people and like you find two dysfunctional human beings in a room full of a ton of people and they will they will find each other in terms of like because it's what's familiar yeah 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 Yeah. and with enough self-awareness you guys like you can find your way out of that yeah I think. but yeah. um yeah Thank so fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um saving grace for us all like another way you can think of like the serve is and this is a word that we use in our we talk about this a lot in our relationship is like the bid right yeah. which is like i'm gonna make a bid for your attention for your attunement for your engagement in the relationship and your response to that bid is your return yeah right and so and people in and this isn't just a kink thing like this is just a human relationship thing so anytime you have a partner who is like even like stupid ass shit like oh my god did you check the weather today it looks awful that's a bid yeah Right. So then in a kink sense, huh? like what would. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I didn't. Yeah. Um, did. Uh... So in a, in, in a sense of like in a kink sense, I'm just going to stick with that uh, in a kink sense. Like what um, what are bids that you notice that you give? Um, I give you a look. Something. There's there's the look of like, oh, I'm a helpless little deer. Yeah, the deer in the headlights look of like, 
yeah. A lot of times I'm the familiar. bids I wind up giving you are um, bids for daddy. In <laughs> 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 like, hey, I I need to be in this space with you. Come meet me. Or I'd like to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's sort of like throwing it out of like, where are you at? Like, can you pick up that like that's what I'm that's what I'm going for? Um, a lot of my bratting winds up being a bid, kind of for the same purpose of like I could really use some kind of like pushback mm. in terms of of being being met here and being in this space with with you. I tend to notice. Uh, and I don't know if this is just if this is a Dom thing or if this is a me thing, right? But like, I pay a lot of attention to your bids, or if they're coming, or what the like, what, uh, like looking for them. I feel like a lot of times you know something is a bid before I do. <laughs> like, I'm just fucking acting out. So, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, as somebody who's like. Um, a mental health professional and a parent and um, a people pleaser and a dom, right? Like I'm very hardwired to pay attention to other people's um, bids uh, because I have to make choices about what to do with them yeah. all the time. But what do your bids look like? Yeah, that's a harder... It's interesting because yeah. that's a harder yeah, question for me to answer. Yeah, that's why I just answer. tripped all over that fucking question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because in some ways it's like it would be easier for me to answer what your bids are than it is for me to answer what my bids are. But that is not what I asked you. No, I know. Uh, <laughs> my bids um, look... A, similarly, there's like... There's um, nonverbal bids, right? Which is like... Uh, like, if I snap at you to get your attention which is something that I'm like trying to do more of because we both enjoy it right or if I like a look of like don't fucking start your shit yeah. <laughs> um or there's like a way um of like if I grab you by your hair yeah those are are pretty obvious like mm -hmm. um um, bids of let's let's go to the space i mean there's not gonna be an instance where you grab me by the hair and i don't return that bid like, <laughs> no it's a, it's a it's like foolproof like yeah. if i really want a reaction from you if i'm really looking for a specific reaction then i would it's uh it's less of a serve and more of like a wrestling move <laughs> yeah I, I think that for me, like in 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 a relationship outside of kink, uh, bids that I tend to make involve like I'm going to ask you a question about your day. Right. Or I'm going to um, ask you about something you're interested in. That's what I was just going to say. It's like I, I notice it in you and this isn't even in the context of kink a lot of times. It's in the context of like some mundane thing I'll be doing. Mm -hmm. You'll you'll show a bunch of interest in mm -hmm. and you'll like just ask me like really interested questions about yeah. what I could be fucking scrubbing the countertop, which doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Um <laughs> never seen and and you'll just be super interested and then like that to me is almost a bid from you mm -hmm. of like hey Absolutely. i'd like 
I'd like to get on the same wavelength with you. Like, let's let's. 100%. I don't care what the fuck we talk about. What dumb thing you're doing right now, Ori? I I want to talk to you. I want to be in this moment with you. Yeah, I want to share attention with you. Yeah, about something. Yeah, Will yeah. you let me in? Yeah. So, for example, um, I can think of when um, we would like just know that we were like in some sort of like nasty ass space together and yeah there'll be some you'll send me some fucking typically yeah nasty ass shit from reddit (laughs) um smut on whatever fucking kink we're we're into at the time for the sake of my own dignity we'll say that it's like just random ass femdom shit but like (laughs) i know if i'm getting that from you i'm like Elise's that's, in a mood. That's in uh, Elise's head. That's that's where Elise's at right now. And then, um, I'll kind of return or come up with like, um, like either yes please or like, but what if like you took this idea, and twisted it into something even more hideous and nasty? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, you build on it. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. like. So in, it kind of reminds me actually of um, like uh, theater games or improv where you do the yes and. Did you ever do that? Did you ever play yes and? I think I know what you're getting at. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the fundamentals of improvisation where I'm going to throw an idea and I'm like, let's uh, tie you to the bed and um, and put a blindfold on you. And then you go, yes, and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what if you do that and put a gag in my mouth? Or like, <laughs> what if like that's just how I had to sleep? Oh. Or like, yeah, you just yeah. like, you, you, you sort of push it and then you can, you're sort of, you're building. You're building. Like then you're, you're yeah. just starting to. Yeah. And that's different than I think this, there's a much more common human reaction. The reason why that's a game in the first fucking place is because that's not easy for people to do naturally because i think it's more natural for people to go no (laughs) let's do this instead really yeah that does not come natural to me at all good (laughs) that's That's really a a, a, yeah yeah like you have to unlearn that when you do when you're learning improv because there's sort of a habit to go no my idea is better yeah, so that's that's kind of the idea, right? Is that you in that space when we're intentional, when we both like have kind of agreed through the bidding process, okay, we're gonna like fuck around and we're going to um enter into this space. We're both sort of like come up to the bedroom in a very like all of the thoughts are flowing. Thirsty girls. Thirsty <laughs> girls. And it might look like um, okay, there's something that I sent you and that's an, that's a starting point. So that might look like um, some sort of bondage or I want you to wear this mm-hmm. or I'm going to call you this uh, degrading thing to start with. Yeah, I'm going to make you dress in a clown suit and call you <laughs> a pig <laughs> and peg you tonight. Like that's... This never happened. So that's kind of the prescriptive... <laughs> yeah aspect (laughs) i like how um you're careful enough about your kinks 
Don't and worry about that it. No, that should be indicative that like I just I just that right off the cuff was fine. Th- th- but I'm not gonna it. get into the fucking shit that, that I'm that's into. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> that you're like, I'd rather people think I'm into clown and pig yeah. fucking yeah. than yeah. what I'm actually into. Yeah. I mean I like being called a pig. I, lots of people do. It's yeah. totally okay. Um Yeah, so that's right, where you we have there's like already an attunement process engaged so that's that so that was what it looked like when it was sort of oriented around those spikes of like sexual energy which were pretty often but eventually we shifted to a like a 24 7 living kink thing and i think one of the challenges that i actually run into is how do we attune around this in a constant way Mm -hmm. where it feels like that's sort of always like the like there's a baseline of constantly being in a sort of kink space yeah yeah i think early on we identified it as like the erotic field yeah and then i thought like we were super fancy and came up with that term and then later i heard esther perel use that phrase and was like cool i guess this other really (laughs) cool person came up with this but this idea of like and she described this as your foreplay begins uh, after your, your last orgasm. Yeah. Right. And that like you're it's not about like what happens five minutes before you want to have sex, but about how do you maintain an erotic field with somebody. Where, so there's like a, an edge at play that keeps both of you intrigued vigilant in a pleasurable way how do you stay attuned in a 24 7 dynamic you don't really yeah that's what nobody has that many spoons well that's what i wonder like i would love to have other people on the podcast that do 24 7 dynamics to get a sense of like well what does that look like for you because we're trying to figure it out for ourselves Mm -hmm. we've we've had moments where we go maybe we shouldn't do this 24 7 thing and then we always come back to it yeah i can't i can't not it's it's <laughs> kind of frustrating um wait because it's not always it doesn't mean like a 24 7 dynamic doesn't always mean that you're like aroused 24 7 i wish <laughs> i wish that's what it i meant. know baby <laughs> i think it just i think it it means like your your intention is to integrate kink into your identity and into your day-to-day um and And that's where uh this concept of like submissive affirmation became important was like i don't need to be in this like oh my limits are being pushed i'm like deep into fucking outer space right now like uh in a fucking haze but i like when i don't feel affirmed as a sub and i don't feel seen as that Mm -hmm. there's like an empty feeling and like i don't feel like like something's sort of been lost and like I feel a little bit lost mm-hmm. and um, one, one of the things that I've been constantly coming back to is how on even a small scale and there's going to be flux in it in terms of how intense like a submissive experience is but how do I interact with you in a way that feels like it's affirming mm-hmm. as a submissive and practical at the same time because mm-hmm. we have shit we have to do. We have to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. How do you feel submissive in a fucking grocery store? You walk behind me. 
Yes, I love that rule. We, I, can we enforce <laughs> that more? <laughs> well, so this is the question, right, is that like that I have that I've been wondering about for a while is like where does like submissive affirmation or dom affirmation in 24-7, do, is that requ- does that require my bid first? No. No. So it, you can feel affirmed by bidding in a submissive way and I respond. It requires response, yeah. I think. It requires a serve in return. Yeah, but uh, you don't need to bid first. That's that's not, I, I don't recommend. <laughs> I wouldn't want to put like all of that on, on, on you of like, you need to constantly make me feel like this and it has to come from you. I need co- a constant stream initiate, of ideas least, that are just initiate. anticipate my fucking needs. Um, <laughs> no, and that's where the bidding comes in. It's like I'm constantly looking for um, things that are going to be effective in like getting us to interact in a way where I feel that like one of the things I've been doing recently, which has worked well, is just like kneeling mm-hmm. in front of you. It's just mm-hmm. it feels good. Yeah. And it, it it's an immediate indicator of like, um, yeah, this is where I want to be. And like every yeah. time I've done it, you've you, met me there. Yeah. That would be some cold shit. If like, <laughs> if like I just kneeled, I don't know where we were in the fucking room outside of the kitchen. And I just like kneeled by you. You, you just went like, and walked out. <laughs> okay, it would, it'd uh, be a different kind of dog. Yeah, asterisk. That's a little hot. <laughs> you know what I fucking mean. I do. Uh, no, I do. No, that's that's sort of the rub of like that I run into sometimes of knowing like that there's a a certain degree of sadism, right? That like that you enjoy, and that I enjoy, and that isn't necessarily the like the way we want our relationship as a whole to function 24 7 because that is not that's like that'll tank please don't beat me up at the grocery store we're gonna set this shit on fire basically right like but there's like where's the moment when that's appropriate when you're doing a 24 7 thing like does it have to be predictable um how do you choose your moments when you're part of the submissive dominance dynamic that you're interested in is about pushing limits like what and you're trying to do a 24 7 thing like when I th- there's plenty of times when we've just like been misattuned right because it's like you have bratting. shit to do oh yeah bratting can do that too for sure yeah i yeah i the bratting stuff i have i feel like i've made progress in terms of how I interpret, because yeah, I've also adjusted, like heavily refined, yeah, what that looks like, because and, I mean, you should, yes, like yeah, in in a fucking relationship, you should say, oh, this doesn't feel good to my partner. I don't know if I necessarily need this habit. There's probably something else I could do. Like instead of popping off about how you aren't gonna do shit, <laughs> <laughs> I can just kneel, <laughs> or you- just be like daddy (laughs) you there's a certain trade-off in like i don't put bratting away because it's also important in um just expressing myself like Mm -hmm. and as a coping mechanism for shit that i don't want to do i got in trouble yesterday for not wanting for making like a slight remark Uh about having to do something more venting about how it was just a constant stream of shit i had to do yeah and you fucking 
complain to your therapist about it and then let me have it in the car. <laughs> it's true. True story. Um, so, yeah, so this is where I think the the psychology of it gets really interesting to me, right? Because it's like, I know for you that bratting has served a purpose in your life that helps you to feel empowered, right? Like it's gotten, it's protected you. Yeah, I guess in a way. There's Would like say? a, I'd say like, in being able to express, that's probably a form of empowerment. Yeah. That feels that feels good. Yeah. I mean, I think like when you have, particularly like if you have uh, a family dynamic where like you're constantly in a double bind, right? Where it's like you're just lose-lose. It doesn't matter what you do. Shit's going to be hard. Yeah. Right? So then bratting is kind of the option there because you've been backed into a corner. Yeah. So you're just like, I'm going to blow this shit up. Yeah. And so like still getting used to like, oh, no, I have another option. Yeah. Like is is something I'm also like still sort of coming to to terms with. And that's another another place attunement comes in is like where when I can experience attunement and another choice or you can give me clear feedback of like this is you have other choices. I can I can attune with you more effectively and more authentically and in a safer way when I'm not triggered. Yeah. Right. Like, because then it doesn't feel and so then well, the then op- you lose access to play. It's exactly because my nervous system isn't in the right place. Right. Right. So it's like if I am and so in terms of like when the thing that I liked about um, our early days is that all of that felt like play right meaning that like you were uh we were both in that uh social engagement this is for your polyvagal nerds out there right your ventral vagal what is that (laughs) parasympathetic nervous system what is that what is that um bigger conversation than we have for here but um meaning that like when you are calm and happy and curious and playful and connected and grounded um you feel safe in your body and you can engage in play right stressed humans and stressed animals don't play they can't access that part of their brain if you're bratting, if I experience it as a threat, right, regardless of your intention. If your response I, is not going to be coming from a place of play. No, it's going to become, it's going to come from a place of fight or flight. Yeah. Right. And then now we're not in kink space. We're no, in we're in like, buck around and find out space. We are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then it's like, then it's like a, a space of more likely misattunement. And more likely misapplied kink, right? Which is like a space where I might make choices I regret later. Or I might dom think I'm like meeting your need, but you're not experiencing it. Yeah, I remember kind of craving that in a way. It was a really, really selfish thought where like it just like this other piece of it just completely I was not thinking about. I was kind of going through a stretch of really wanting to feel like pushed and not feeling pushed and you're just trying to scratch like an itch and it's not fucking happening and you don't know what is going to help with that yeah and so i was like well i'm gonna poke the bear like i'm gonna i'm gonna pop off about shit i'm gonna like not take you seriously i'm gonna talk shit Mm -hmm. um 
And I mean it not sincerely. Sure. But um, But you also want it to hit. But I I I did because yeah. I wanted a really, really hard pushback. And one of the things after that I realized I, I was not taking into experience I was just being super fucking selfish. Mm. And like I I just want this pushback and I'm not thinking about that's not a fun place for your partner to be in mentally. Nobody wants to not feel like they have control over their emotions or their own like reactions like that. And mm-hmm. they they don't want to be in that position of like, I don't know what I'm going to do to my fucking partner right or this person right now because I like I don't have control over my my reactions because I'm so fucking angry or mm-hmm. salty or I'm experiencing this as a threat. That's not a good place to have to be in. And so there was like this come it's to terms moment of like, place. oh, yeah, I didn't think about that at all. That's <laughs> embarrassing. Um, I'm sorry. And like, th- that's just a place we need to stay away from. It was kind of young 24-7 sub mistake also motivated by like I I want something extreme yeah and I'm I'm not thinking about how that's gonna feel for you I think that's a a mistake subs can make I mean on the other side of that I think there's lots of spaces there for doms who make mistakes so from my experience right of assuming that any form of assertiveness aggression uh control would feel good yeah right which is not the case right if it's misattuned yeah right that like if you're thinking about it from the perspective of like i'm i want to be pushed you still want to be pushed within the context of uh, the container of our relationship right versus like if we get if you are surprised by how far out of the container we end up then that ends up that's a trauma space right because trauma is anything that happens too much too soon too fast or not enough yeah and so if you if we suddenly end up like in a like i'm i make a decision as a as a dom where i'm like well i you've given me this permission right and I'm gonna, but now I'm mad. I've learned that that's when I need to not try to dom you. Yeah. <laughs> that like that's and it's just not a good space to be in. Like, yeah. does that feel pleasant at all? God no. Yeah. No, it feels probably if anything, it's fucking traumatizing. Yeah. 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 On on both on both sides, and there's learning there. Yeah. Right. But I think what I what I wonder and I think this is what we've we've been exploring a lot recently is like, okay, what bids are effective? Mm -hmm. Right. So like, can I read you effectively to know that if I bid in this way, you I will get the response that I'm generally hoping for, meaning that like I will signal to you that I want a submission or obedience around a thing. Yeah. Or you signal to me that you want to be squashed in some way. There's sort of a implicit permission being provided to the other person to go now. Do it now. Please. Please. It's a request. Yeah. yeah. But there's but, a but there's a consent implied, right? Yeah. Of like this is when I want it versus like if I am not giving you any indication that like a dominance energy 
coming your way and it feels out of the blue or it feels like tied to something like deeply emotional, right? So like yesterday where you're, (laughs) this is the psychology moment. You had a day of thing after thing after thing and- A week. A week, yeah. Yeah. Of just relentless amounts of tasks related to- uh, School and work. Yeah. School and work and kind of household maintenance shit and- Yeah. Working through stuff with you. Yeah. Yeah. And not enough time for recovery. No. Right. And you did this really sweet thing that indicated to me like I, you got on your knees and you were like, daddy, will you give me a ride to school, please? And I saw you on your knees and I was like, and I had work to do also. And so I was like, yes, and yes. I will take you to school. And when I'm in therapy, I need you to do these two things for me because you want us to get to the slosh on time. You did not articulate that. No, I didn't. (laughs) But that was in my head where I was like, (laughs) I was like, you want us to get to the slosh on time. Which brings me to another point about attunement. Uh Nobody can read your mind. No. Like, and I get that it feels (laughs) like, don't get into this space of like, well, why in my part, we're supposed to be so close. Why can't they just like, no? Yeah. N- fuck that. No, it's not possible. And I fall into that trap where I think that Same. you can. Same. I think sometimes. everybody fucking does. And sometimes it feels like that. Yeah. So then you think like anything is, is like that. And if, if you're not on the same wavelength all the time, or if somebody doesn't totally understand what you're putting down, that then the relationship is degraded in some way. And that's not the fucking case. It's just nobody can be on the same page with somebody all the time. And it's not it's not personal. It's not really indicative of, of your of relationship. Care, yeah. Of of intention, of desire. Of, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's this thing where it like and I thank you for pointing that out because there's definitely a space of like, oh, I forgot to say that part out loud. Right. Of like the part that I didn't say out loud was gotcha. I will do that. And I need you to do this. Yeah, you no, you just gave me orders, so I just thought it was like, okay, like you're you're um, assigning me stuff to do. It, it wasn't like, hey, I need your help, which I, I get maybe not wanting to articulate that part, but I need some sort of indicator in that of like, don't bitch about this right now. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense, right? Because then in my head, I'm like, you want to feel domed. Why would I ask for your help? What? You want to feel domed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would I ask for your help? Well, that's. I don't think those two are mutually exclusive. Fair. But that's a a a lecture for another episode. Yeah, I'm here for that lecture. I'd probably be a better dom. So, from the psychological perspective, on of my experience of that, which is like, it's hard for me to ask for help. Right. It's hard for me because of the way that I operate um, if that feels very vulnerable. Yeah. Right. And so um, it's easier for me to just do it myself if I suspect that I'm going to experience a complaint about something or if I feel like I'm putting somebody out by asking for that help. It makes me less inclined to ask for help. Right. And so I didn't ask it was an ask on my part. It didn't feel like an ask on your part, right? So if you had known it was an ask, 
you would have responded differently. Yeah. It felt like an order. Yeah. And so then you felt the right to go. Yeah. Well, we had recently talked about breading and like, I thought it was okay Mm -hmm. that like I bitched about doing things like, and it like that it, it, I would like also be mindful of like, it shouldn't be personal and Mm -hmm. you need to keep track of like how often you're doing that because that shit can grate and somebody, the response is naturally going to be, well, I don't want to fucking ask you to do it then. So like, and I I felt like I had tabs of both of those things. Yeah. In the moment. Yes. So this is an instance where I just feel like we were misattuned. Yeah. Yeah. So I I would say, right, like in that moment, I heard you go, uh, uh, and then you're like, it's not like I've done enough things already. And I was like, you're right. You haven't been of service enough. And you have an opportunity. Right. And so then. That I, made me feel seen. I'm sure it did. <laughs> Again, <laughs> like the, a misattuned moment of like, oh, I thought I was effectively doming you. Right. Mm. Of like, I'm going to say a thing that's going to make you feel like in my head. I was like, ooh, this my goal was to make you feel the way you feel when I pull your hair. Okay. Right? That's not how you felt. Yeah. Right. But now I have better context for that. Of like why if I say something like that, that's like my intention. right? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're communicating bits is important. Is there an end to the story? Yes, there is. Okay. Okay. So I just needed to get the context of like my experience of that. Right. Yeah. So then you come back from your thing. I'm getting ready for therapy. You start doing the recycling that I had asked you to do. Right. And as you are doing your recycling, you are complaining about how nobody. I stand by my bitching. Nobody else takes the fucking recycling out besides me. I <laughs> swear to God. Not true. I swear to it's fucking God. Every true. time it's overflowing with cans and bottles and fucking <laughs> cereal boxes and stuff that isn't even fucking recyclable is like overflowing out of this thing. It's so fucking frustrating. No, get it. I heard, heard. I heard that loud and clear. I, I heard that, <laughs> that loud was and bad. clear. No, I take full ownership of that little meltdown. Yeah. But <laughs> then, like as you were doing that, my head was like. My saltiness kicked in of like, do you know how much I fucking do around here? And then Fair. I was and then I was like, I'm fucking do that myself next. Last time I asked you to do that. Right. Like that's in my head. And then I like go into therapy and I was like, <laughs> and I just start crying in therapy because I was like, that was hard to ask for. And now I don't know what to like. I don't know what to do yeah. about this. And so then she so our therapist is amazing and is like into kink and was like though she does have some different perspectives about submission from her perspective right that don't necessarily match she doesn't know shit (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm so sorry we still we still want to meet with you (laughs) i'm i'm mad at our therapist right now only because of what happens when i come out of therapy I'm just saying I'm noticing a fucking pattern. Let's finish the story. Okay. So point being that like then we get in the car to go to the slosh and I again am attempting to do a thing where I think will be affirming to you in a submissive way. But you do not experience it that way. Right. Where I communicate that like it is an honor to serve me and I expect it to be treated as such. And so if I hear complaints about things I ask you to do I'd rather just do it myself right and that did not feel good to you no not really I 
I think I just didn't feel seen from that exchange. The response didn't totally make. No, it felt misattuned. Yeah, it, right? it the whole thing felt misattuned, and it actually yeah. like caused kind of tension throughout the night. Yeah. Um, and um, that like, and we're really good at sort of like we got to go do a thing now. Let's get into a different space. Mm-hmm. And uh, went to the slosh. It had a good fucking time. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about any of that. I don't think you were really thinking about any of that. Mm. Um, and then we got back to the car, and then it was still pretty fucking tense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but it, it was i think it do was as we say not as we do um <laughs> no there's learning there's learning happening all the time i think i think the piece there for me is like the misattunement happened way earlier right the misattunement happened when i i didn't share all of what was in my head in the moment when you kneeled when i made the choice to go hard when I wasn't feeling playful. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing is like, I, we got to sort of meet in the middle on this. I'm like, when something is bothering you in what I am doing or how I'm expressing. Yeah. The, the sooner that I can understand that that is happening, that you're having that experience, the sooner I can adjust. But I had no read that it was actually bothering you. Yeah. Like, and I, like, that's a super vulnerable thing to have to communicate. So, like, I'm sort of looking for bids or, like, cues mm-hmm. that that is where you're at. Yeah. And I can't get a read right now. So, I'm just kind of, like, yeah. doing my thing, being a cunt. Like, <laughs> and. Good times. <laughs> um, like, it, it, I need to level up in, like, noticing, not the time, read the room. And but I need to give you indications, right? Right. So, so that's, that's what I'm saying. Like we got to be yeah. in the middle with, with instances yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah. And I think that's a that's a helpful space of recognizing this is this recognition. It's about reps, right? So it's like I need to do it often enough. Just knowing it from an intellectual perspective doesn't mean that I can do it from an embodied place. So knowing that if I'm activated in any way, that is not when I operate as a dom that's when i just tell you how i feel right regardless of whether you are kneeling on the floor or not fair because what we've learned is like if i'm not giving you that indication that like hey like yes and but i need like this is the piece that i also need or oof that didn't feel good when you said it in that way i just want to make that clear (laughs) like it's almost like a like a fourth wall moment of like and pause. Yeah. Let me let me just let you know how that hit. Okay. Back in. Yeah. To and the finding dynamic. the spots to do that. Well, yeah. I mean, that can be within the in the dynamic. I don't want to go on too much of a tangent here. But really, the main takeaway is that other people need to fucking take the recycling out. <laughs> really important stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start documenting with photographs every time I take that's the takeaway for me is I'm gonna really rub Sounds it like, in your yeah, face yeah, w- w- very healthy relationship <laughs> we have going on here just every good deed I do I'm gonna fucking document it <laughs> cause cause I need the ammunition for later that's a good strategy yeah. we are good now we wound up talking it out this morning after 
attention that was just kind of prevalent and neither person feeling seen and both of us going into self-protective kind of recluded spaces and then panicking that the other person was going into self-protective recluded yeah. spaces even though we and that's we pretty much how the were... night went out yeah. and we then were both up at like 5 fucking a.m because everything sucks and nobody could sleep yeah and i don't you know you approached me because I was, I was in this this mode I don't typically get to where there's a certain point where if I don't feel like what I'm saying or doing is being interpreted in a way that I I don't feel like seen or mm-hmm. heard and I feel like it's actually doing damage and there's, it's like there's no winning with anything I'm putting out there. Yeah, I'm going loses. inside like of me. Yeah. Cause like, and so I was kind of in this sort of shut downy place. You know, I never stay there, but but you kind of were aggressive this morning mm-hmm. in the sense of like, I really need us to talk. And you were kind of persistent about it because I was pretty fucking stubborn. Yeah. This you, morning. Yeah, you were. And last night, I mean, I was trying to yeah. get us to talk last night and it was clear. Like we acknowledged it this morning that like we were both very much in an hurt inner child space yeah. last night yeah. in terms of like how we went to bed. And both of us sort of like, like harumphing. I mean, that's like, what it was like. Yeah. A lot of like, mm, mm. and then I think at some point, like you said something and I was like, hmm, my feelings are hurt. And I like stomped downstairs and I like, we, then we both like fell asleep. Yeah. I, I pulled an Ori. And then I fell asleep downstairs on the mattress and you fell asleep up here. And then you stomped downstairs and we're like. I went downstairs to get like my, I think I slept for like 40 minutes. And then I went downstairs to get sweets mm-hmm. because I have a fucking sugar addiction. And you were sleeping on the fucking bed downstairs yeah and you were real mad about it and you were like oh i was so salty yeah and then and so i had a uh like i'm not gonna fucking yell at my fucking partner i'm not that like but like i had my little version of a meltdown in terms of like okay fine i'm just gonna go like deeper shut down as like response and yeah so then i you said a thing embarrassing you said a thing and then i stomped back up and we're like what did you say and then but again none of this it's interesting because it's like none of this is like there's no yelling. There's no personal attacks. Yeah. There's just like both of us being like, why didn't you try harder to make me feel better? <laughs> like that's just ridiculous. Like the, yeah. But like we're just in inner stupid, child. Shit. Yeah. Inner, not stupid, but like inner child head spaces. Yeah. Um, and that- I, I think the last night I was like, I'm going to solve this by making you cuddle with me. And so I was like, and I'm like, don't touch me. You did not say that. No. Um, I Yeah. So then at some point I was like, hmm. And I like, like was sort of like, I'm not going to let you roll away. And you were like, I'm going to try. And then I'm going to not try. And then you fell. Then we fell asleep. Yeah. And then this morning it was clear, like, you're not feeling any better. Yeah. And I'm not feeling any better. Yeah. And so I knew that, like, I'm not like, it's going to get worse for me. If I don't find a way to like pop the top on this in as healthy a way as possible, like I need to get you talking. Yeah. And uh, it shouldn't fall on you. It, I mean, but sometimes somebody's got to break it. Yeah. 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 And sometimes it's you. Sometimes like I'm in a place where I can't communicate the way I want to communicate. And so I, and, you know, I have two choices, right? Which is like I can do, uh, I can go um, dominant in that space and like um or i can um i can plead right which is just like hey as another human being like i just need you to hold space with me which is what i did and you were like okay 
And so then I start talking and then I get quiet. And then you inevitably talk. Yeah. And yeah. then and then we work it out. And so we started and I started very guarded and then slowly just sort of sunk in to, to starting to talk about like the kind of not feeling seen kind of where I was at kind of the reasoning for the self-protectiveness we both identified that we were both in like inner child spaces and that was kind of like a building block and like just an understanding of where we were at and kind of why yeah stuff was happening and also like it made it easier for us to extend compassion mm-hmm. to ourselves being in that space and to yeah. each other yeah and um then had it in a much better place before I I went to get more estrogen yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we did this I can't believe we fucking talked about this I can't I'm surprised we did too when you're when you operate in a space where um, uh, kink is central and part of what you enjoy uh, in your kink is like the psychology of it right and the power differential in in a 24-7 way like you're gonna rub up against shit yeah it's not it's not clean um and because we're not paper dolls uh we're two human beings with trauma histories uh and sex drives drives. (laughs) but luckily we don't we fight in a really when we do fight it's it's clean like we're not calling uh, each other functionally dysfunctional yeah we shut down before we we are mean yeah and then we get to a place of like the only way out of this and we both know it and we've had enough reps around it is to attempt to understand the other person and and to listen well enough that they feel understood i was just gonna say take the fucking recycling out (laughs) (laughs) damn it if Um, only you had done that to begin with that's all we have for today um i think we wrapped that up pretty good yeah we went personal today Mm-hmm. Um, I am your co-host Ori. My name is Elise. And this is King Sense. Today, clown kink was shamed <laughs> in the making of this I podcast. I didn't even shame it. No, you didn't. But that was the only thing I could.